Welcome to Value Investor TV podcast. This is a podcast that helps you grow your wealth and become financially independent. We are episode 24 today. Um, we're going to talk about financial ratio. My name is Hari. And, oh, sorry. My name is Becco. And this good looking gentleman right here next to me, his name is Hari. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be called Becco today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Just, just uh, I had a break for it. Okay. Let's do a quick overview of what we talked about. In a couple of in a couple of episodes before this, we talked about the valuation ratio and operational ratio. Valuation ratio is how expensive this company is or how cheap this is. And operational ratio is how profitable this company is, how efficiently is the company uh, operating. In this episode, we're going to talk about financial ratios, and that tells you how healthy is this company, financially speaking. Yep. So we will cover some of the ratios that analysts and, and investors look at to analyze the financial health. Okay, let's start with um, liquidity ratio. Available cash to debt, to pay debt, effectively, what liquidity ratio is all about. Let's talk about the current ratio first, and then let's move down the list. Yeah. So current ratio, what is it, Hari? So current assets divided by current liabilities, right? So in theory, current assets will be converted into cash within one year or are already cash. And current liabilities will be paid within one year, mm -hmm. right? So the idea is that you want to have a current ratio greater than one, right? So you have more things that will be converted to cash than things that are will be converted into or have to be paid out yeah. in a year, right? Yeah. Now, in theory, this is, you know, it sounds good, but there are companies that have different um, accounts payable structures and they'd have no accounts receivable. And so if you think about it like uh, Amazon, right? So what Amazon does is um, they receive goods from their supplier and they sell them. When, when they sell them, the payment is due right then, but they have 30, 60, 90 days to pay off their supplier, right? And so remember, because the balance sheet is a snapshot in time, the challenge that you have is when you evaluate this is that maybe they have ordered a bunch of goods and then they have to pay for them, um, but the accounts receivable is you know looks very low. So they may have a negative or, or below one on this current ratio, uh, depending on how things are structured. So it's a good rule of thumb, but it doesn't tell you necessarily if it is safe, right? And there are lots of companies that have much higher current liabilities, but it's it's still okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to take that into perspective yep. in, the, in the bigger context. And right. we'll talk about some of the ratios that helps you get there. Let's talk about cash ratio. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Let's talk about cash ratio. What is cash ratio, Hari? So that's cash and short-term investments or marketable securities um, divided by your current liabilities. So the idea here is that do you have enough cash to just cover what are going to be you know payouts in the next year? And again, you know, some companies have very large cash balances and that can kind of distort the way that you should, you know, kind of look at things. Because obviously if they have to dip into those cash reserves just to pay off, you know, short term problems um, and that just keeps deteriorating over time, then you have, you know, a company that's eventually going to have a problem. Right. So with everything that you do here, you are trying to keep track of what did it look like before? What does it look like now? Are they fixing these issues or 
Or is this a temporary problem or is this a long-term problem? And so all of these things, you know, companies that are starved for cash because they're just constantly, you know, they're poorly managed, you know, you certainly don't want to invest in those companies either, right? Some of them may have great business models or, or, or have great demand, but they just poorly, fi- you know, manage the finances and then it ends up biting them at some point, yeah. right? And so just be mindful of these. That's why we look at these ratios. But I certainly wouldn't, it wouldn't be a, a hard negative if somebody has a negative or a below one current asset to current liability yeah. or, or current ratio or, you know, cash ratio. Mm-hmm. And speak, I just want to mention this one point here really quick. And speaking of debt, right, we are, Hari and I are looking at all these different companies, you know, on a daily basis. And you find a lot of companies are really levered up now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this is, this is a remnant of, you know, kind of easy money policy that's been going on for about 10 years now. Yeah. And because, because of that, people took advantage of it and to, yeah. to some degree to their, to their peril. And right. so you're going to see a lot of, if you're analyzing companies now, you're going to see a lot of companies with a lot of debt on their yeah. balance sheet. So it's important to understand these metrics so that you can pick out the shrewd, uh, shrewd management that didn't kind of fall into the trap. Right. Okay, let's move on to the next ratio, which is operating cash ratio. Uh, tell us about that, Hart. Yeah, so I, I don't use the strict one operating cash ratio, which is operating cash flow divided by total debt. I actually use the inverse of that. And I use free cash flow instead. So the idea here is that if you have total debt of, say, $100 and your free cash flow is $10, right, that means that it would take you roughly 10 years of free cash flow to pay off, you know, what you have, assuming no growth in your free cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. Why that's important is a lot of company, a lot of banks will actually have provisos in their loan that say if your numbers drop below a certain metric, then it triggers a, um, like you have to pay off the debt immediately, mm. right? And so if you have more debt than fi- free cash flow of let's say three or four times, what you should be concerned about is that the, the bank may come in and say, well, I don't think you'll be able to pay off all of your money so I'm not going to restructure your loan. I want it all now. Yeah, pay me now. And so when that happens, I mean, that could be catastrophic for your business, right? And more importantly, catastrophic for your investment in that case, right, is that you are left holding the bag um, and, you know, they go into bankruptcy or something like that. So what you really want to see is, is the cash flow enough to cover their debt expenses, right? And so free cash flow essentially tells you how much money did the company generate that they could pay out to shareholders and you know safely, right? And you obviously, if they have some debt, maybe pay that down so that it helps you increase your you know income and stuff like that. Um, so I use that metric. I try to stick to a two or you know three or four times um, the total debt to free cash flow. Yeah. And just be mindful also, like if you're dealing with a retail company, what is listed as debt is not necessarily always debt. And what do I mean by that? So if you have a lease with a uh, uh, company, right, it'll be listed as a five-year lease um, and you're obligated to pay that. Now, some of those leases have the ability to exit the lease early if the mall or, you know, owner of the, you know, the property doesn't provide enough traffic to the business, they were, are able to exit the, the, um, the loan. Yeah. And so that's an important measure to keep track of, right, is that not all debt is real debt. So what you want to measure here is actual debt, not 
you know, theoretical debt in in some cases, right? Mm. And the the operating leases are not always, you know, they're different than you know the the debt I have to pay off, yeah. right? And so, uh, yeah, I want to talk about this a little bit more in detail, um, just to clarify some of the points that you made. And so you take the total liability at the top. So this is how much you own divided by free cash. This is annual free cash flow, by the way. Yeah. This is how much does the company generate year on a yearly basis, and so. You take that, you take that two number, divide them, you basically get what Harry talked about. I just want to reiterate this point. Reiterate this point. This is how long, in terms of years, the unit here is years. How long would it would it take for the company to pay off this debt if the cash flow stayed the same? Yeah, and why why is that important? So just so that you understand, another way of thinking about this is, free cash flow is the money that is going to the owners of the business, right? That is you as the shareholder, and if there if it takes them four years or longer to pay off the debt, then that means four years of cash that you aren't going to see, right? Because it's going to the debtor, not to you, right? Mm-hmm. So why do you want to have a company that has a ton of debt on the, yeah. the balance sheet? Because it's going to have to be paid off at some point, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you have to remember that in a bankruptcy, you get nothing, right, as a shareholder, yeah. right? And so, it's not a optimal solution for you to just sit on your hands so look at those companies if they have too much debt and measured by how much it you know it relative to their free cash flow then you know walk away yeah. and and I, I i would even say you don't need to necessarily use total debt you can use long-term debt as the you know so the long-term you know uh, debt is you know bond payments and 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 loans that they've gotten from banks I use that over total debt because current liabilities is kind of a different animal in that case. Um, so using long-term debt, I still like a three to four ratio. Yeah. Uh, you know, three to four years to pay off yeah. the debt. Yeah. Okay. Very, very important ratio right there. Operating or free cash, free cash ratio. All right. Let's move on to debt ratio. Um, Let's move on to debt ratio. What is debt ratio? What does it tell us? Sorry. Um, so this is another one that I'm not too, I don't use too often, mm-hmm. um, but it's liabilities over assets, right? And the idea here is that if a number is greater than one, right, that means that they have negative shareholders equity, mm-hmm. right? So obviously the the closer that number is to zero, the more the less liabilities that they have, right? And every company has some sort of liability, right? Whether it's renting office space or, you know, you know, they have to pay off uh, suppliers or they have, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> wages that have to be paid out, whatever that is. You know, that to me is not as good of a ratio as the next one that we're going to talk about, which is debt to equity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I prefer debt to equity because it's a short-term uh, measure, or I'm sorry, it's a it's a good rule of thumb to tell you how much do you owe relative to how much you own, mm-hmm. right? So remember that assets minus liabilities equals equity, and debt minus debt over equity is telling you like what is the relative you know leverage of this business, right? And so a number below one is is good. A number number below point five is is ideal right for debt to equity ratios mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll see companies that it's two or three and that's should be ner- you know scary yeah. for you yeah so all these ratios is, is is trying to measure how much debt does this company have over some measurement of how much does this company actually own yeah 
And so you're going to see some measurement of debt, some measurement of liability on the top, divided by some measurement of equity or assets yep. at the bottom. So again, kind of going back to the formula we talked about in the previous episode, this kind of you need to you need to have that in mind if you're if you're under, if you're trying to understand these ratios because it's all it's kind of all the same. Okay, let's move on to the next ratio: long-term debt to equity. Um, so it's the same story here, yeah. right? Um, you're basically just using long-term debt instead of total debt, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they're both valid measurements. Um, you know, the idea here is that total debt is including current liabilities, whereas long-term debt is only including the the, you know the the big things um i don't see you know there's not a whole lot to add in mm-hmm. this case um mm-hmm. so i would just say that using both the same metrics apply you want to be below one um ideally below 0. 0.5 and um and you know i think the the concept here is that what you're really looking for is how financially stable these businesses are mm-hmm. right and so if the business is stable then you're in good shape um you know, you can you can use these met- metrics to kind of say, am I is this company's entire operating business there just to service the debt mm-hmm. at some point? Yeah. And and you know, and that's kind of what happens in some cases, right? They just over leverage, and then the companies they work for the bank. Yeah, and then yeah. the investments that they made never really pan out. Yeah, and now they're still stuck with the you know the bar tab, yeah. right? So yeah. Yeah, so all, all these ratios, just uh, just to recap here, all these ratios tell you how how healthy financially the company is. Yeah. So if the company's over levered, like we talked about, you're going to see a lot of those now. Uh, you know, towards the end of this credit cycle, you're going to see a lot of these companies who are over, who are over which are over levered. Yeah. And as shareholders, as owners of the company, as Hard mentioned, as common shareholders, you're not going to get any of that piece of pie because yep. banks. Have all you know, have their fingers in the pie already, right? And so, it's important to understand that. And to get to that, you, you need to understand these ratios. Um, just to recap: got the current ratio, the cash ratio, operating cash ratio, or sorry, free cash ratio, not operating cash ratio. Debt to uh, debt to equity debt ratio, long term debt to equity ratio. And so, that is it for the financial ratio. Anything you want to add here, Hari? Episode twenty four. No, I think, um, you know, we're going to be, you know, in a few weeks, we'll be actually starting to analyze real companies and we'll be using a lot of these metrics and you'll actually see which ones we use on a daily basis. So if you're looking at these and you're saying, I, you know, I don't really understand why, what, what is the value of yeah. this? The best way for us is stay tuned. We will hit a real company and we'll actually measure these. Uh, against you know how a business operates, and I think you'll start to see where the value really is. Mm-hmm, absolutely, uh, and you know which ones are the big the big ones to use. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that is it for us. Episode twenty four, financial ratio. Thank you so much for joining. And if you like the episode, please tell your friends and subscribe, and leave us a comment or send us email. We're free to chat uh, with you guys, our listeners. We are wondering who are listening. We are getting if you know. Some some viewership here, um, so please correspond with us. We'd love to love to find out. Yeah, and you know, don't just tell your friends. Um, go get a sign and stand on a street corner, <laughs> spin it around. You know, tell people about the podcast. Uh, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> we would very much appreciate that. All right, see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.